it is Gretchen. Yes. I'm Gretchen. This is Simon Spencer. You, you Gretchen? Yeah. I'm Gretchen. Mm. Who you? You Gretchen. <laughs> me Haley. And it's Haley's birthday today. <laughs> so. It's me. Another year. It's come and gone. The, the march of death. Ever, ever forward. Ever forthcoming. So, um, I'm having, if you, if you, hey there, listener, if you, um, snuggle up to the mic and listen good, listen well, my dulcet tones ringing through, um, the audio array here, if you're liking that, if you're listening to that, um, it's because I woke up about, uh, 20 minutes ago. It really was. <laughs> this is my, this is my early morning voice. I text her, I'm uh, like, it's gonna be about 10 minutes later. She's like, yeah, I just woke up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, perfect. Um, uh, and it's, it's really my sleep schedule. I work overnights, some nights, last night being one of them. And it's really nice because I used to sleep in till 2 p.m., and feel very bad about it <laughs> because I worked, but that was when I worked at normal schedule. But now, because I work overnights, I, it's like no, that's my normal person yeah. sleeping schedule, and I, and it's it's better now. It's fine. Um, <laughs> um, uh, so I've been up uh, all day, so I'm very much awake. But I'm going to be heading into my crashing for the day again soon. So no but. worries. Um, uh, so you, you, you kind of got into the intro, but I'm your birthday spinster. Mm-hmm. Um, my, your party hard. I, I don't have the obligations of a family so I can go Tom fool around and make poor life choices. Uh, spinster Haley. Yeah. And I'm your Sam. I am the stay at home mother. I like stay at home mom better. Mother seems like your birthday party, I feel bad in retrospect. Mm. My parents' birthdays are really just fun parties for me and my sister that focus on my parents, but really are for me and my sister. I don't know it, if that was your experience growing up with your parents or uh, if your parents celebrated their birthdays whatsoever. So I don't remember ever going to any one no, of your parents' yes, birthdays. My mom really never did. I don't remember any sort of party for my mom, really either my dad. I remember us kids would do like, little things for them, but my mom and I share the same birthday month. Like, hers is December 5th, and mine's the 23rd, but we never, like, mm-hmm. did we anything. To, we need to, not to interrupt you, which I usually enjoy doing, but we we do need to wish your mom a happy birthday <laughs> yeah. and give her a shout-out, especially because <laughs> I think out of everybody on Facebook, she gives the most like she shares our post the most that's true she does gives it the most likes so thank you to our number one super fam gretchen's Mm -hmm. mom aunt betsy i call her aunt betsy that's my special nickname for her she's your godmother Um, too so there's like also that connection yep yep so So, yeah happy happy birthday to you the coolest i feel like we should tell like a cool betsy story um but uh, I I feel like you would have more amazing Betsy stories. I know. I'm trying to think of some good ones. There's a lot. I mean... We could I, tell the hamster story. Oh, yeah. But that's technically also yes, my mommy. Yeah. It's not my mommy's special I'm day. To think of a it's your mommy's one. special day. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of a <laughs> specific one from, like, growing up and stuff. Hmm. 
I was not prepared for this. While you think about that, I will say I think a fun birthday tradition of yours is um, I always remember because we would go to your house for for Christmas and there would still be decorations up Mm -hmm. from your birthday. Um, Consistently at your house, you guys hang up the same drawings each year that say happy birthday that each one of the kids like wrote a letter and decorated it. And they just have kept these pieces of paper with these individual letters on them. And every year they go up and they say happy birthday. And um, I just like them. They're all kind of done in your mom's artistic style, which is very endearing and very sweet. And I really, you know, your mom has always supported me in my artistic endeavors and has always, like, encouraged me to make, like, a book or something. Mm -hmm. But I think I want to... I want to see your mom make a children's book. She I think. really should. Oh, my gosh. That would be awesome. She'd be really good at that, too. Like, for example, these really- letters, like, she has made quite a few of those, and they're just really elaborate and creative. Um, even at Eliana's birthday in November, she she does this at every party, and she knows this. <laughs> every party or event she make, makes a card for, she brings her little craft box that has cardstock paper, her colored pencils, permanent marker, and, like, a couple other pencils. And she brings it to the party, and she will make a card right there while she's chatting with people at the party. And it takes, like, ten minutes to whip up this little card. Like she had this a really cute one for Eliana. Eliana loves cats, and she, like, made this little kitty, and it had arms that like, um, came out of the card and, like, was holding, uh, a, um, number two and, like, like, Aww. yeah, like, it was the best card there. Oh, and then she made, like, little toppers for my cupcakes. She helped me decorate the cupcakes, which she say, she'll say they weren't very good looking, but they were very good looking. We kind of all failed. The frosting was bad, but she saved me on that. Um, but, yeah, so that is what she should do, a kid's book. That would be really good. Uh-huh. I... Yeah, and it doesn't have to be, like, elaborate. I feel I've read, as somebody who has studied children's illustration, I've read a lot of books that kind of are um, je ne sais quoi, like a little, Mm. they're trying too hard. Right. And sometimes, you know, simple pictures are best, and I feel like your mom epitomizes that. Oh, yeah. With her art style. But she could just do, like, a simple book about, like, being on a farm or... What have she you. could do It'd a book about so like sweet. a chicken, or she loves chickens. Yeah, I should bring that up to her. She needs to make one. You, yeah, mm-hmm. I. We'll tell. We'll save the hamster story for another yeah, day. But, but so yeah, happy um, birthday, mom! <laughs> yeah, happy birthday, Aunt Betsy, who is you know inaugurated into our. We should have mentioned that in the other episode when we're like we're celebrating three important birthdays: you, me, and baby Jesus. Actually, Fourth birthday, your mom. Well, and your dad's is this month too, right? Oh! <laughs> my, my dad. Oh, no. Yeah. I thought you, yeah, so, I was like, oh, wait, she didn't include him in that for a second. You just, it's okay. Well, I'm really dropping the ball here. My dad's birthday is in two days. He's two days after me, and he, he said... That when I was born, it was the best birthday present he ever got because yeah. I was born two days before his birthday. Yeah. But that's um, what you're saying. Like that's why you guys kind of combined your birthdays is because your dad's is so close to yours, right? I I I appreciate people reaching out to me on my birthday. 
um, and giving me presents and stuff, but then I am very bad about returning it and, like, remembering to wish people happy birthday Mm. and give presents back. Um, And this, doubly so for my dad, whose birthday I can't possibly forget, um, and who, you know, I'll get presents on my birthday, and then on his birthday I'll just be like, well... Happy birthday, Dad. <laughs> and he's like, thanks. And I should uh, I should do something. Act- I should actually, like, make a thing this year. Um, hmm. I got a card from from them. Maybe we can do an unboxing later. Oh, there you go. Later, but I got a card from my parents. It would be nice to potentially see what they sent me. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, do we... I'm a bad dog. No, you're not. I... <laughs> You're not. I know I've forgotten my parents' birthdays. Like, yeah, I've definitely done that. You're not. And you didn't really. You just in that moment you forgot. Um, and it wasn't so much I forgot my dad's birthday. I just for I knew it was his birthday, and I just did not do anything for him, which is bad. I didn't do anything I for my mom. I, ca- I tried calling I her, but that was it. I don't know if it's like a product of being maybe a baby boomer. And maybe I feel like birthday cu- birthday culture has come up in years, mm-hmm. but like my parents, whenever nothing happens for their birthdays, they're just like, "That's normal. That's fine." Which I've had a couple of birthdays that are like that, but I'm always like disappointed when nothing mm-hmm. happens. Whereas my parents just seem to be like, "Whatever," and I don't. I'm not sure if it's just a thing about being older, or if it's a cultural problem based on based on their generation. I know. I think it kind of depends on how you're brought up. I don't know. Because, like, Kyle, he, like, couldn't... At least he doesn't say. Like, he doesn't care about those, like, special events. He's like, whatever, it's just another day. That's what he says. I'm like... But for me, like, growing up, like, Christmas and our birthday, like, those were the days that we got presents. Like, that was the only time we got presents throughout the year. So those are, like, big days for us. (laughs) So, you know... Yeah. Maybe it's the fact that we're December babies, that it's like this the sting is there more because we have to wait the whole year and then our birthdays are dwarfed by like um the most major Christian holiday that exists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Cause... Sorry, Easter. Yeah. <laughs> Easter, I mean, yeah. You don't get presents on Easter. No. And that's a cultural byproduct. Yeah. I mean, some people are so... like doing it now, like full blown gifts, but I just, we don't. We do like. I don't know, more candy than anything. <laughs> I just eat a lot of candy, but candies. I did like a. Would you rather favorites or different things for Haley? So I didn't give a title to that. That's why I got lost. Ooh, la, la. So, do you want to start that right now? We can kind of. Yes. I have a lot yes. more than Initiate. I thought, so we'll see if we need to just. Get That's to... okay. It's our podcast. Okay. We're allowed to record whatever we want. So this first one is like a warm up, just to get you like. It's really boring, but it's just a warm Okay. Up. So. All right. This is. I'm, I'm shaking. Um, I'm quaking in my boots. Actually, no, this is. Okay, I put that one in the wrong category. Skip that one. Okay. Um, would you rather. <laughs> I know this is a rough start. Would you rather be, <laughs> be an adult your whole life or be a kid your whole life? That. So rather be like would I would I would the societal expectations still be upon me like if I was a kid like I'd still be expected to like own a house and have taxes No, I think you'd be like and if I or like kid to, to responsibilities, that end, kid everything or would you rather be 
Oh, oof. You know what I mean? At least that's if how I took I, it. If I'm a little kid, am I still... Can I have all the knowledge I possess right now? Which isn't a lot. But, like, mm. would I still be able to draw good? I would say... Oh, because it's almost like, would There's you go back stipulations. in time? This is a really hard one. if I'm going to be an adult... <laughs> My, I feel like you're an adult way longer than you're a yeah. kid. I feel like there's there's a lot of nuances to this question. I'm just going to go for I want to be a kid okay. again because I like watching TV and eating Yeah, I'm without taking it more as like abandon. Yeah, more of like the responsibilities aspect of that. Yeah, yeah. No. Okay. I remember crying when I was 14 mm. when my mom ha- told me like being an adult means having responsibilities. And I was like, well, I don't want those. <laughs> Don't want and now I'm an adult and I cry more and I'm just like I still don't want these. Adulting is so hard. Ugh. I wish banks would stop mailing me bank statements. <laughs> okay. Uh, would you rather know all the world's languages or speak with animals? Ooh. Probably know all the world's languages okay. because I that's the point of animals is that you don't need to talk to them in order to convey love and stuff. You can just mm, like be like pat the boy. Um, and I think maybe if I was like if I grew up on a farm like you did, it would be more it would be better to speak to animals. If I was involved in a line of work that involved like more animals. Probably, but no. I currently, right now, you know, I live in LA, and the majority of my coworkers know a second or third language, and their first language is not English. Mm -hmm. And I would love to learn more languages. You know, it's just enough to be more than ten percent fluent in Spanish. If I could get to that twenty or thirty percent, I'd be on fire. I would, yeah, I would love to learn multiple languages. Okay, would you rather be able to read minds or see the future? I feel like neither of those are really winners, but... I feel like I'm already so paranoid, and if I could read minds, like, and know what people are thinking about me, it would just, it would be bad, and I would just lock myself in the room and not stop crying. Um, uh, If I saw the future, though, like, I feel like that's still both those things. I don't want to know either of those things, because they're so psychologically devastating. Mm -hmm. Like, if I could, if I could see, and then if I see the future, like, it's gonna be, you know, uh, like, what's the... Spoilers? (laughs) Not spoilers, but, like, it wouldn't be reassuring, and then it's like, how, okay, if that's my future, then how do I go from A to B to C to D? Yeah. Like, do I just keep living my life? The fact that I know this is the future, am I just gonna stop trying? Because that's, I know myself well enough. If I know how something's gonna end up, I'm not gonna put in as much effort. Yeah. Could you, do you think you could teach yourself how to, like, block out reading minds, though? I I would hope I can. It'd be a very noisy world. Yeah, but then you wouldn't be able to stop yourself from seeing the future, though, I don't think. You know what I mean? Well, well, what's the parameters? Like, is it a that's so Raven scenario? I know, that's what I was thinking Because it <laughs> it's like, if it was like a, at, at your leisure, seeing to the future, like, I still really wouldn't want that. If it was, I feel like the thing behind that's so Raven and her superpowers, though, is that like, 
it's it's always a moral lesson because yeah. she only gets glimpses into the future and they're always out of context and that's the problem is like how does she get from a to b yeah she always that, messes something that. up and yeah yeah and it's like i'm already i'm already so prone to accident i can't do that <laughs> So, Gretchen, I, I, re- I reject both okay, of your offers. Okay, that's okay. We'll skip that. That Soothsayer, one's hard. do not give me either of those. <laughs> okay, this one's a little better, though. This okay. next one. Teleport, would you like to teleport or be able to time travel? Oh, hmm. I know. I, I, mean, I, know. I, live, I live so far away from my family. Uh, teleportation sounds very nice. Yes. I would like to see them um, and see you and... Other, other lots of Did you just people. yawn? Am I boring you? I did. <laughs> just kidding. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh. You're mean. I know. It's your birthday. I need to be nicer. Okay. Um, but also I love history and I like. Yeah. I love history so much and I like learning about history and I, um, oh man. You just gotta be. It has to be quick, quick poor, decisions. Gotta poor, do it. Uh, history, <laughs> time travel. Okay. Pour, pour one out for my family and you okay, guys. But I'd rather fine. go. I want to go hang out with 13th century peasants. Okay. Okay. Um. Only eat dessert or only eat savory foods. I already only eat dessert. <laughs> okay. So. I was like, I don't know. I would answer that, but. <laughs> so okay. I I already know my answer. Uh, Okay. At any given moment, I'm eating chocolate. That's just how it be. Okay. Eat something every day that tastes terrible but gives you superpowers or eat something every day that you can that you love but that makes you useless for an hour afterwards. I feel like I do that last one. I feel like <laughs> I do that. Yeah, that second one is an everyday and occurrence. That, yeah. Sometimes, and it's usually more than an hour. Usually it's like... But- I'm already pretty useless as it is, like, food or not, but usually I'll eat something at least once a day, and I'm like, okay, time yep. to go do something, and then I just lay in my bed and look at YouTube videos, so. Um, I am also currently using, uh, as well as, like, books to stack up my um, microphone right now, on the very bottom layer is a box of sugar cookies we made yesterday. So oh, I was, that's before, nice. yeah, before we got on this call, I was sitting here eating sugar cookies. So all yeah. right, well now you can't eat them because you're I know I did it on purpose, so I didn't have to eat them during this. We we are professional podcasters <laughs> and with only high tech uh, <laughs> really audio setup system. Need to get a better setup. I have to. Okay. Um, oh, never have to shower or never have to sleep. I have so much work to do. I would say never have to sleep, and I'm okay. already so tired all the time, even if I do get sleep. Mm-hmm. So, man, all these questions are just kind of spelling out how much I shoot myself in the <laughs> no. foot with how the, my food and sleeping and social habits. Um, but uh, I don't I, – I enjoy eating. Eating is, like, a, an emotional activity for me. Mm-hmm. Um but I could, I could, if I could for, forego sleep, if I could be just constantly in a state of restedness, okay. that would be great because yeah. I need more time to do stuff. Yep, I see that. Okay. Um, let's see. Ooh. Okay, we're going to go to, like, rapid fire ones. Not really, but a little quicker. All right. Okay. Harry Potter. No more. Haley, stop capitulating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Okay, um... Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings? 
Oh, damn. I know. You. I know. <laughs> if you had to pick, like, really quick, okay, like movies, okay, I want to watch a movie real quick or something. Mo- so, movies. Let's do movies. Not books. Yeah, let's do movies first. Okay. Harry Potter movie or Lord of the Rings movie? Lord of the Rings, hands down. Okay. Um, do you want me to ask book? Which book? Book, Harry Potter. Okay. Yeah, I would Harry Potter. Um, singing or dancing? Dancing. Okay. Ice cream or cake? Cake. Okay. Tater tots or french fries? Tater tots. Tater tots. Do you like sweet potato or regular tater tots? Regular, of course. Um, Star Trek or Star Wars? Movies. Star Trek. Okay. Um, Live long and prosper. As I thought, but do you like the shows too or just the movies? Star Trek? Yeah. Um, like, do you, did you, have you watched I've, the, I've seen, I've everything? seen most, I've seen the most recent Star Trek movies, but I, when I think Star Trek, I think of the shows. Okay. I think of, like, the original series and Deep Space Nine. Okay. I, Deep Space Nine will always have a special place in my heart, and I finished watching the series on my, like, 23rd, 24th birthday. Okay. Um, oh, fun aside there, fun fact about me. I definitely, how many, like, see, I've only watched Star Trek on and off, so I don't even know, like, how long it went on for. There's the, it, it comes back okay. every once in a while. Um, there's the original series, which is, like, Kirk and Spock mm-hmm. and the OGs, um, the red shirts dying. Uh, then next came The Next Generation, and that's with Picard and uh, Riker and those fun guys, and that's usually people's favorite series. And then... There were a few series going on simultaneously. There was Voyager, which that was with Kate Mulgrew as Captain Janeway. And the the plot of that series was that they launched their ship, like, light years out into space and were trying to get back to our galaxy. Okay. Um, uh, People, the general consensus about that series, I know you're very riveting. No, I mean, Um, I like Star Trek. uh, I'm like, I guess I just uh, haven't watched all of it. The general consensus of that series was the first few seasons were really slow, but then Seven of Nine shows up, and she makes it cooler because she's really sexy, um, and she brings some plot with her. Um, And then there's Deep Space Nine, which is my favorite series, which is, it's considered the most darkest series because the it's the idea of Star Trek is that the world is in the future where everything is peaceful, but... Deep Space Nine is kind of, it takes place on a space station that is wedged itself between, like, it like a sort of a Nazi alien race and then, like, a Jewish alien race. And the Star Trek people are trying to, like, make sure everything stays people, but it's hard when one group is trying to commit genocide against the other. And um, it's my favorite. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And I met the captain from that series. Um, oh, what's his name? Um, he was his name was Ben Cisco in the show. But I met him at a theater performance in Georgia when I was at SCAD, and I, um, I I ran up to him and I was like, "You're my f- you're my favorite captain." He's like, "Thank you." But then a whole bunch of other Trekkies came running behind me and started asking him Star Trek questions, and I felt bad. Aww. And I'm putting that out into the universe that I'm very sorry. Very sorry for doing. <laughs> yeah. That's cool though. Especially because like he's been like Avery Brooks, I think is his okay. name. Um, but he was a star. He, you know, you do Star Trek, and it's like it's just it's a fandom that sticks with you. And it's like clearly he was trying to do other things. Oh my gosh! And I was like, 
just him being hounded by Trekkies, I was like, oh no, I'm a part of the problem. <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, but he was my favorite captain. And then there was Star Trek Enterprise, which was early 2000s. And the plot of that was that, like, it was the early days of the Federation. And it was, like, Vulcans trying to get along with human beings. And nobody really liked that series. I've never heard anybody be... Okay. You know, saying like, oh, that's my favorite. Nobody likes Enterprise. And then Star Trek Discovery is the most recent series, which I've heard mixed reviews about. Um, but it's also, I I think, pre-Captain Kirk era. Okay. So there you go. Now you have this wealth uh, of knowledge yeah. of Star, Star Trek. Hey. And everybody knows I'm a huge Trekkie. I like it. And. Cool. I need it. Yeah, I want to. I should get caught up on that. I feel like. We are more Star Wars, just because Kyle's into Star Wars. I've always, we always watched Star Wars growing up, and Star Trek here and there, but I don't know, we never were hardcore either way, I feel like, growing up, because we also didn't have, Mm -hmm. like, TV, so. Okay. Um, It'd be like that. Yeah, I know. Uh, Flowers or chocolate? Like, as a gift. Chocolate. Yeah. Um, Favorite superhero, favorite Marvel superhero? Favorite favorite Marvel superhero, probably Nightcrawler or Captain Marvel. Okay, yeah, Captain Marvel's fine. Um, DC, do you have a DC one? Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Okay, favorite show of all time, past or present? <sighs> I know, I should have prepared you. <laughs> um, probably the original Teen Titans. Mm-hmm. Okay. On Cartoon Network, yeah. that show was my jam. We were always watching Cartoon Network at your house, and my mom being like, I don't like this show. Which, though, watching it now, I'm like, okay, I can see where my mom was coming from. <laughs> like, some of the stuff is, like, darker than I, like, remember. I guess that's my, that's my show of Christmas Past, but okay. contemporary, my favorite show is Over the Garden Wall. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um... Favorite food that you could eat for the rest of your life? Um, Chinese takeout chicken and broccoli. Ooh, that sounds yummy. Yes. Uh, do you have a favorite artist? Like visual artist? Sure. Or music artist? Visual. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> like, wait. <laughs> so, I have that broken into categories because I I consider, like, I have, like, a favorite comic book artist and I have a favorite, you know, I I break them into eras. Uh Like, oh, this is my favorite Baroque Impressionism artist. And um, I guess off the top of my head, a few that come to mind, I'm not really going to specify, but um, I like Artemisia Gentileschi. She is a late Renaissance uh, Italian artist and one of the few female artists from that era okay um she did a very beautiful famous rendition of uh judith slain holofernes that just mm, i love it um and here actually instead of talking more about other artists i'm just going to tell that story because it's my favorite okay um so artemisia gentileschi she's one of the few renaissance artists and from uh the renaissance obviously and she uh, she's tutored by her dad, who is also a famous artist in his right. At the Getty Museum, where I volunteer at, we have one of his paintings. And um, 
so he's a master artist. She becomes a master artist. She has another tutor um, who, when she is 16 years old, he assaults her. And then um, she, like, tells her dad who, for the time period, he, like, takes her side. And um, they go to the court. And the court is like, yeah, this guy did something, they did it wrong. And at first, you know, they were just like, well, you know, you assaulted this woman, so now you have to marry her and take care of her now that you've mm-hmm. defiled her, which is terrible and nightmarish. Yeah. Um, uh, but luckily that didn't go through, and so they were just going to send him to jail. Uh, and he just, the he skipped town yeah. and never faced any sort of consequences. Uh, and she, so I mentioned earlier, my favorite painting of hers is Judith slain Holofernes. Well, the, what you need to know about this painting is there, it's a very famous subject matter of the time. A lot of artists did this painting, which, um, uh, you and I know the story of Judith because we grew up super Catholic Mm -hmm. and, um, Judith is this, uh, she's this widow in Israel and God sends her, uh, she goes on this fantastic journey to slay the invading, um, general Holofernes and she goes to his encampment and says, hey, welcome to Israel. I know you're about to slaughter all of us, but can I party with you guys? And they're like, yeah, sure. Um, so he gets drunk, thinks he's going to seduce her. She falls asleep and then she cuts off his head. And it's, yeah, it's the subject of many paintings. In a lot of paintings that are done of her and done of this scene, Judith is seen as very young and virginal and dainty. And, you know, she's going to cut his head off and she's like turning her head away from this gruesome, violent moment. Um, uh, but in Artemisia's rendition of this painting, she is, she's like putting her weight into the sword and her brow is furrowed, which you didn't see women, women looking aggressive mm-hmm. or mad in paintings during this time period. Um, and if you did, they were usually, they were some sort of monster. They were, it was a Medusa type painting or, you know, some sort right. of wicked woman painting. Um her handmaid, who there's usually a handmaid in the painting that men usually depict the handmaid in as, like, just an old woman. Um, but in this painting, she's another young woman, and she's there helping her. She has the basket ready to put the head in, and Holofernes' eyes are rolled back. And historians have studied not just Artemisia's, Artemisia's paintings, but the paintings of this tutor who assaulted her, and it's the same man. So she's essentially cutting the head off of oh, the man who harmed her. <laughs> I know. Oh I like gosh. I've like talked I've been intoxicated and talked about this painting and like started crying. Like <laughs> I love her. So, um to answer your questions, I have a lot of famous favorite artists, but Artemisia Artemisia is one of my okay. top two. I like, like that one too. Oh gosh. She, she's awesome. my girl and I will sing her praises and like yeah. I just think everybody should know about her. Like people are like, "Why aren't there more famous women artists like from history i'm like there are actually a lot of artists it's your job to do a little bit of research Mm -hmm. and to bring them into the public eye yeah that's that's me doing my part i like it so pour one out for artemisia and i also like look like her a little bit like i want to i want to like dress up as her for halloween or something um Okay, I feel like I could want to talk about that more, but let's get yeah, on to the next one. Um, we've talked about it. That's that's all yeah. you can really say. Uh, do you have any pet peeves? Like minor ones or bigger ones? 
I guess. Either one. Um, I found as an adult, I get annoyed with people who d- don't know how to read the room mm. and don't know how to read, you know, if I, maybe this is just, I'm self-conscious and paranoid all the time about everything and how, and I'm way too concerned about how other people feel, but there's sometimes where it's like, and I find it probably happening more with men than women, but uh, somebody will be just talking about something and the conversation's either inappropriate or just like their volume is too loud or they're just being obnoxious and they can't, you know, read the body language of other people around them. That's like very obvious, like you're you need to tone it down. Oh my gosh, yes. Or like on the off chance that somebody will be like, hey, Sebastian, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> chill out for a little bit, maybe, and they'll just be like, "What? I'm fine. Like, why are you getting riled up?" Um, and they get like so, all defensive. Yeah. Uh, yep. That's anyway, that's been a pet peeve yeah, of mine. That's a good one. I feel like that's one lately. That people just need to work out in general. Yeah, I get that. Okay, guy crush. Dev Patel. All right. Yeah. Go crush. Tina Fey. Mm, yep. Yep. All right. If you could go anywhere in the world right now, where would you go? Onekama, Michigan. <laughs> yeah. And hang out with my family. Um, oh, this one might be hard, but maybe you do have one. I don't know. Favorite book? I think. Probably Mouse by Art Spiegelman, which is about uh, a son telling, it's semi-autobiographical, but it tells the story of um, Art Spiegelman's father, who is a Holocaust survivor, um, but he does it in comic book format. That one's really good. Depicts all the Jewish people as mice and all the Nazis as cats, and it's considered one of the most famous graphic novels ever and kind of was the first graphic novel. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not only important to the things I'm interested in, but it's just, I think it's a very well-rendered and well-written story. Yeah, I like that one too. You lent that one to me. Um, that's one I wouldn't mind, like, owning. I just like that one a lot. I, I re- would reread it. Um, mm-hmm. While we're on the topic of books, do you have, like, a... If you're going to, like, a certain genre of a book, what is your, like, preferred... Maybe it's not genre. Maybe, I guess, yeah, I guess it would be, like, yeah, what genre do you normally go to, like, fantasy, or um, do you normally do more adults or young adults? Lately, if I'm working on projects, I will go onto YouTube mm-hmm. or some sort of audio book website, and I will listen. I like to listen to short horror stories, so I'll, like, oh. pick up a collection of Edgar Allan Poe or... Um, uh, H.P. Lovecraft, and that's kind of been my go-to lately. I've also been, I like, I like historical books. I find as an adult, I okay. like lots of historical nonfiction. Um, uh, I remember, I remember being like a teenager and thinking I'd only ever read young adult fantasy. No, for the rest yeah. Of my life. <laughs> so, yeah. There's only, there's only so many stories I can handle about a plucky young teen who (laughs) discovers that they're different, and they're different because of magic. (laughs) 
true. And They're people like being bad at world building. And it, all, all young adult fantasy books really is the same. And it's just a rearrangement of Harry Potter, yes. which is just a rearrangement of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> because all contemporary fantasy is a rearrangement of Lord of the Rings, which is just a rearrangement of Norse and Catholic mythologies. Oh my gosh, I know. Some of the, like, we've read, there are some good books I read growing up, but then there are some like, why, why, why did I like that? <laughs> anyway, okay, uh, I think this is my last one. And maybe we've already talked about it before, but what is your spirit animal? Sloth. Yes, I think we, maybe we have talked about this, I can't remember, but I like that one. I was at work and somebody asked me what my favorite animal was, and I said it was sloths because I too move so slowly that mold grows in my hair. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, that's all I had to talk about today. Just I'm you and your birthday. <laughs> Well, thank you. I will, I'm going to try and edit this episode and put it up before the day ends. Oh, really? So Gosh, I guess your day kind of just started. Up on my, it can be up on my birthday. Yeah. Birthday um, episode. So. Uh, what, uh, I guess I'll have to come up with a series of questions for you on your birthday. Oh, you'll have to. I was thinking of like when we're going to record next. Um, we want to try to do it every week. Then there is a week I will be in... We can take a break for Christmas, and I'll probably edit this part of the conversation out. Yeah, that's fine, too. (laughs) (laughs) But, okay, well, we will talk to you later then, I guess. All right. um, Tits out for now. I'm signing this out. It's my birthday. That's how you do that, man. Okay. Bye. Bye.